Hey, we are back with family stories. I've got Ronnie and my hey, sister hey. Bridget in Hello. the studio today. And Ronnie and I are excited to have Bridget with us. Uh, my sister, and also um, she's going to be coming to us today on our topic, also a little bit as youth pastor of our boys. and uh, She's here in official capacity yes, today, <laughs> not just as a sister. Expression Student Ministries, and um, just a quick plug, our uh, student ministries meets on Sundays at 11 and Wednesdays at 7. Let's plug that. Yes, I will, because uh, Ronnie and I having our two... Um, boys eighth grade and ninth grader right now and bryson our oldest has been in the youth ministry since he was in sixth grade and it has just built and grown but we are just so thankful for it and i saw uh mimi barb ronnie's mom even commented recently just how thankful she is that bryson and rowan not only have michael and bridget as youth pastors and bonus aunt and uncle <laughs> or maybe it's the other way around, it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> but also all of the youth leaders we just had ryan mm-hmm. uh on last week of course uh maddie and mikey and Catherine, but then also just all of the friends and their faith circle that they've been able to grow and um have fun with and just stretch themselves in their faith in friendship in memories all of the things so just want to encourage anyone that might be looking for something for their grandchild or child to get involved in middle school and high school yeah definitely check out expression student ministries and they are on instagram but uh to jump right in we wanted because bridget is we said this about ryan too bridget is a friend of expression radio i was gonna say like an snl don't they get a jacket or yeah. like a plaque <laughs> i think i'm on my fifth i think okay. it's time she oh. has been on i don't uh, know that i counted carolyn uh-huh. conversations with carolyn our awesome aunt carolyn and then obviously on with us so uh <laughs> that means ryan, you get to start hosting the show <laughs> yeah. i think it's how snl works well and i know you want to jump into the conversation today but uh we were on the side field with talking to a few moms and they were like in your podcast you have i was like no that's not me that's my sister <laughs> they're like but you've been on it <laughs> so i was like yeah might as well <laughs> might as well in it we share pretty much everything so it's all it's good true. um but they have done this cool thing this year where they have taken every month and it you know you plan as you do in ministry and life mm. and whatever it is for looking at the year in advance but just how on time have these topical monthly conversations been where i think that they started in january with maybe the gospel Gospel. am i close yeah uh they did love Love is in february on and on they've done communion they've done evangelism um, evangelism uh just different topics that they kind of dive in on a monthly theme over there with the middle and high schoolers and unpack it whether it's in small groups like uh, rowan told me that this past wednesday it was a guy small group and a girl small group so they're able to do a lot of different things with them but this month being october they have had the topic of fear <laughs> yes and i asked michael I was like what's our theme we were just talking like preparing for the month of october and he was like you can guess it's fear like we were both a little like embarrassed like could we be more creative but really like you're saying it has just been so timely because yeah. obviously in the natural 
natural, fear is almost celebrated in the month of October, right. you know, with haunted houses and all the things. So it's something that is heightened already. And yeah. then we can kind of take that and show them spiritually what that looks like. Absolutely. So Bridget recently this week, and I'm going to have her read it to kind of kick off our conversation, but um, where they've been talking about fear, she made a post and just shared from her heart what God was showing and what she was seeing. And it just got not only uh, our Facebook uh, circle stirred, but also it's been a major conversation between each other Mm -hmm. almost every day this week in some way or another. So, Bridge, go ahead and share the post that you made recently, and then we'll just kind of unpack what we have been seeing from the Lord. Yeah, so last Wednesday, I led the small group discussion, um, and so obviously it was on fear, so I had prepared and kind of shared with them what I felt like the Lord was showing me, and at the end, I had them write down on a note card what their biggest fear is, and we put it in the middle, very, you know, 2002 youth group moment, <laughs> uh, but put it in the middle. We love it. We love <laughs> yeah, it. I'm here for it. We put it in the middle, and then uh, in return, they picked up a scripture that I had like printed out, like little postcard size that they could take home with them and there were like you know 40 scriptures all different about what the bible says about fear and it was cool a few of them afterward read like what their fear was and then the scripture they got was like hand in hand so it was kind of a cool moment but just cleaning up I, I grabbed those note cards stuck them in my bag and didn't think twice about it and then Monday morning I was pulling out my laptop to start working and saw those note cards and just decided to read through them real quick and just had a real moment with the Lord of what I read. Um, So I'll read you kind of what I posted, but so the setup uh, that morning as I went through the cards, the majority of those cards had something to do with fear of failure, fear of letting their parents down, fear of not becoming anything, fear of future, fear of not living up to expectations placed on them, fear of failing God. Multiple cards said fear of failure. Uh, And these are all from middle school and high school students. And so I go on to just say it just hit me thinking and praying that morning that the pressure that we put on ourselves and the young people in our lives to achieve and to attain and to succeed can be overwhelming. They may be one of that may be one of the root causes of why anxiety is so high these days. Of course, we want to put expectations on kids and push them to do their best. But in my life, it's in failures where I've seen God. It's in my mistakes I've grown with Him, and in realizing I can't succeed on my own is when, in His weakness, I'm, He is made strong. Uh, my heart broke a little for them, and then I realized I did the same thing to myself. So as I was having this prayer for the, the students, I was also kind of seeing a reflection of mm. what I deal with. So I said, my prayer this morning is that if you have fear of failing or exhausted from holding everything up around you, it's time to rest in the Lord. Take a step in faith, knowing that if you fail God, or if you fail, God is gracious to meet you there, that your strength comes from the Lord and he has not given you the spirit of fear. So when that fear and anxiety comes, know it's not from him, but also know that he doesn't stop there. He gives you power, love, and so on. Well, I, I just when I hear all of that, I think about um, where uh, I feel like the kids are probably under more pressure than they mm-hmm. ever have been. Yeah, um, and I think that that you know might be because of the kind of the culture of the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, really there is a, a pressure to achieve. Um, you know, many would say uh, via social media, wherever, uh, because it heightens comparison. Right. So everybody's looking at everybody else's lives and going like. Mm-hmm. 
I see that this person is doing this and this person doing this, so where am I at? Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it's really heightening that. Yeah. Um, have you guys talked much about what that looks like and how yeah, to handle that? We, we even last night in our small group with them, we're talking about like the comparison part of it and seeing, oh, you know, I'm a junior in high school and this junior at another high school already committed to a college or, mm-hmm. you know, we were just saying even as like eighth grade and freshmen, they have to choose a career path and have to have, I think they were saying they have to have five classes that are under that, cl- you know, we called it cluster. I don't remember what they called it before they graduate. It's like a major for them. Right. So it's just like, gosh, at 15, I didn't know. I mean, my love of dance was just being fostered at 15. Like mm-hmm. to think what I've done with my career of owning a studio, that was not formed yet at 15. Right. And right. to think if I would have been like, oh, I've got to be a nurse or whatever it would have been. Right. You know, it's just uh, that pressure has to be more weighty than I think our generation realizes. Yeah, I was uh, sharing with Bridget at Marshall. I work for College of Education. And we have this program that is uh, being heavily promoted at the state level called Grow Your Own, where uh, high schoolers are really having to make the choice of their freshman year. Hmm. Are they interested in teaching as one of the paths to choose? And then they're able to get so many credits during high school to then be able to come to, you know, they can select these institutions uh, to attend to get their teaching degree, Marshall obviously being one and a very uh, popular one. And but what I was realizing is they come in with some of them like 80 to 100 hours of college credit from this grow your own program kind of already committing and then coming into it now i think there's probably a lot to be said that's great about the program and uh you know recruiting and fostering because they don't have to pay those classes are paid for you know which is great but i was telling bridget so much of our adolescence is being kind of robbed it feels like a little bit Mm -hmm. these days because i really believe in the four-year college uh structure and that those years of discovery six years i was gonna say marshall is more of a five-year five-year plan you did four years because you did some in high school (laughs) that is true. true that is true but if they're coming in already almost at the junior level yeah they need they aren't even going to get to 21 they'll uh-huh. be already way graduated in teaching <laughs> at so, 21 so if essentially what's happening is that college is overlapping over top of high school right yeah. there what gets squashed is the high school element or uh, the teenage element and mm-hmm. so what is the biggest thing that teenagers are doing what we know that they're doing is they're finding identity right, right. Um, you know, so the biggest thing they're doing is like when you're a kid, every your parents tell you everything that you are. Mm-hmm. We're this and we're that and we're this and they just abide by what the parents say that they are within their family structure. Then there's a necessary thing. All of a sudden we start fighting with parents and uh, fighting for independence, right? Yeah. Because and it's a healthy thing <laughs> done correctly and respectfully. Uh, but it's a healthy thing because what they're doing actually is they're going, well, who am I uniquely even apart from they? Mm-hmm. And so you start discovering identity. Now, if that's squashed or it's ran over top of with like, here's the structure of what you'll become. Or just heavy decision we're, making. We're programming mm-hmm. kids uh, instead of discovering who they are. And then, and then all of a sudden the, the life is inside or yeah. outside in instead of inside out, which just causes anxiety. We've learned even with Colum as our oldest, he's eight, um, 
that he just wants a choice. Mm. And it can be like some of the most simple things, but he cannot handle when, which he has to handle, he is eight, but we're just learning to have some moments where it's like, uh, hey, we're getting ready, soccer's getting ready to end, you're going into basketball, do you want to also do indoor? Do we want to take a break? Like, he wants to be involved in that, because I think he feels like so many things just he's just having to mm-hmm. go to the routine every day. And uh, just learning, even at an eight-year-old level, what are some things he can help make the choice on, you mm-hmm. know, so that when he's middle school, high school, he's not a not just you know, walking around like a robot, not thinking for himself, but was able to be a part of those decisions. Yeah, because when he's making those decisions, um, what he's doing is he's having to look inside of himself and say, what am I? Right. What am I? Mm -hmm. And that's something you uh, would steer as a parent of like, go to the Lord with that. Um, Trust that Lord has you as you're thinking about that. Uh Uh, And as you discover that, then that's what you live from that into life. Yeah. Um, but man, I, I really feel like that uh, mm-hmm. we as parents are being pressured, I agree. <laughs> and therefore we're passing the pressure down. <laughs> yeah, uh, mm-hmm. of like we uh, have an idea of what you might become, mm-hmm. and we're going to do whatever we can to put you in that place. I follow on social media um, a lady called uh, her name's Sissy Goff, and she and I forget who her partner is, but they do a thing on raising boys and girls, and her she just did a book about the worry free parent. And just talking about how, like, we first have to deal with our own anxiety right. and our own fears and our own pressures because we inevitably, we don't realize it, but we pass that on. We think we're hiding it. Uh-huh. We think we just deal with it over in the corner and then go parent in the other yeah. corner, and it is not true. They feel it all. And, and they we think pick it doesn't up, affect them, and it They does. pick up on it yeah. all. Yeah, yes. they sure do. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back to just share a few things that have helped us personally have helped us parenting wise and just talk about faith over fear this is family stories on expression radio We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to Family Stories. We have Pastor Bridget Rousey (laughs) in the house, uh, uh, youth uh, pastor at Expression Church of Huntington, and uh, we are uh, talking all today about uh, just something that she kind of ran over Mm -hmm. as uh, um, they were... Uh, kind of in their small groups together and working with the kids, and she was realizing how much um, fear of failure, yeah. uh, carrying heavy expectations that they don't know what to do with, uh, how much that's affecting life. As, and as she was kind of observing how difficult that is for uh, kids, she's going, man, that's probably because we as, <laughs> we as people or we as even parents or whatever mm-hmm. are dealing with the same thing. I, I saw, uh, I knew we were going to talk about this. And so uh, before I came in, I was looking at this scripture that just kind of popped in my head as we were talking about this. It said 2 Corinthians 13, 5. It says, if you'll, uh, you need to examine yourselves, uh, whether you're in the faith. 
Uh, so he's talking to believers when he says that, which is interesting. And then you're going to examine yourself whether you're in the faith. Mm-hmm. So there is uh, uh, something that we have to continuously do um, when we're living life. Because uh, it's so hard sometimes to tell where the drive is coming from. Is it coming from inside right. of us? Uh, or is it coming from outside of us? Mm-hmm. I know we've had uh, people guests on here before where they, uh, Mr. Collins, that was talking about, one time I wanted to quit the very thing I was passionate about, and it really wasn't that he didn't love it, but he needed to know that he loved it from the inside, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just an expectation of mm-hmm. from others. And honestly, cause when you, just now when you said we've had people on here, I thought you were going to say we've had just like you. <laughs> I thought you were going to call me out and I was here for it. But just of times where you have had to, you know, I might be bringing, like we've already mentioned, comparison or just outside. I'm seeing all of this. You're very aware of expectations outside. Yeah, I'm very aware of expectations Mm -hmm. and I'm just very aware of dynamics and things like that. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes you have had to remind me, like Brian, basically examine your faith here. Right. and I'm thankful for that check, even though it's probably calls at times lots of conversation between us. Um, of just that's what me. we call them conversations. <laughs> I was going to say is that your conversations <laughs> is what we call this. <laughs> in t- in t- <laughs> oh my! All right, real back that in on here. Expression radio. Um, oh yeah. So uh, you know, man. I wonder how we can, uh, mm-hmm. as people, definitely then helping young people too, right. how we can keep people in a place of, hey, this is something that the Lord has gifted me to do, and mm-hmm. He's the one right. that is the goodies to bring it to pass, yeah. as opposed to I have a heavy expectation outside of me yeah. that I need to live up to, right? Yeah, and I think if I look back, I was feeling that when I wrote that post, of when I look back at the actual times of growth in my life and the actual times of me overcoming and what I would call like the Lord came through is right after the moment that I've broken and been like, I can't do this on my own, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, why do I always have to get to that place of faith instead of living from it every day, you Mm -hmm. know, instead of an outside circumstances has to get me there or exhaustion has to get me there, whatever it is, because I think I wrote in there, you know, you're just tired from holding everything up. Mm. But if we're living from faith, we aren't holding it up by ourselves. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not on our shoulders. And and every day, I think what that scripture says, is every day we've got to come right. back to that and go where am I at today well I talked to the students <laughs> I might be awesome like uh, yesterday yeah, right but the, today's today? a new day mm-hmm. I was telling the students last night you know the scripture of renewing your mind we or at least I have always heard that and assumed it was like our sinful mind <laughs> you know what I mean like renew bad thoughts or renew whatever but really it's that it's renewing your mind every day going I submit under you, Lord, not right. my own strength. Even right. human thinking, just Even natural. Human hu- thinking. Hey, you're yeah. human. That's yeah. the way it is. Well, we're not uh, just mm-hmm. living out of the resources of humanity, right? We're right. We're to be asking, uh, leaving into other stuff. Yeah, but digging into this topic, you know, it's always been one of my favorite scriptures. But you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Right there is so good because for us to pause and just go, it's not from Him. Mm-hmm. So when we have these moments of overwhelming anxiety or fear of future whatever that looks like to pause and go okay this didn't come from him so that's where really is good it not from? from him first right, start first yeah. start and then you know what's so beautiful i had those you know 30 40 note cards of scriptures on fear that they were able to take in return from what they wrote down and i just paused with them and went the lord 
he didn't just say I didn't give it to you so now figure it out he gave, <laughs> he equipped us he gave us so many uh, things about fear all through the scripture um, that's a hope in him and so you know the second part of that is but he's given us power love and sound mind and I was just thinking about in the natural you know psychology or whatever we'll talk about how when we're in fear you know if we're running or we're in a dark alley and we get scared our natural tendency is to either you've heard fight or flight but mm-hmm. they've added freeze to that as well so those three things you either you know freeze and don't do anything you fight back or you run you know yeah. and so as I was reading that scripture Sure, it was just a beautiful thought to go. Well, really, the Lord's given us three things there. Mm-hmm. So instead of fighting, He's given us love. Instead of you know fleeing and running, He's given us you know that's power. power. And then instead of freezing, He's given us sound mind. Like mm-hmm. we we don't have to just be you know frozen in our fear there. And so I think that that. The hope there is that the Lord's equipped us with everything we need. It's just that daily renewal. Right. I think that's so good. Is uh, and that's when you talk about examining where whether we're in faith or mm-hmm. uh, measuring what's happening there. Is you're just going like, like I love what you said. This is not from Him. Right. So th- this He's not like throwing me out in the mm-hmm. water to say swim, kid, right. swim. You know, yep. it is. It's not from Him. So I've got to. I know mm-hmm. that I'm out of position to feel this way. Right. Um, it doesn't mean I self-blame and mm-hmm. uh, have all those kind of moments. That's not what it is. It's going like, how can I get to this thing that uh, right. uh, of power, mm-hmm. of love, and a sound mind? I'm a powerful person, not a weak one. Right. So I don't need to be afraid. What? What? Where's my power come from? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'm a loved person. Right. Um, uh, not one that it's abandoned. I'm. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, the Lord has certainty for me. Not. Uh, he's not just kind of left it foggy. Uh, so if I. I, I was talking to the school ministry folks about this last night. If you know that the Lord's provided it, it will set your awareness heart right. there, and you'll actually receive mm-hmm. it. But if you're not even aware that it's there, you're just floating out in the world, right. not doing anything. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, you were saying it's not from Him. Like mm-hmm. yeah. taking, knowing, finding that uh, thing that we can know mm-hmm. as just like a floor. But I was also reminded of. Something that's just stuck with us that you said to when we youth pastored uh, years ago about faith, F A I T H, finding an idea that's his. Mm. So it's if it's not him, then our faith is right. moving into finding an idea that is his, that is from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not from circumstances, not from comparison, right? Uh, but from Him, right? And how do we do that? The scripture mm-hmm. cards, like you gave, right? Uh, the students, these kind of conversations with one another mm-hmm. to help each other and to grow, uh, you know, together. And then I think also because we were talking about rest, and that is time with Him. Yeah, you know what it does that? It's not just the grind. That all of us are kind of on. I had a situation this summer where I just really, I really needed the Lord. We needed the Lord to financially come through for us, Michael Mm. and I. We just had faith and we're believing for a certain thing. And I remember having the conversation with him that, like, it was out of my hands at that point. And so I felt the need to go home and clean. It sounds so like I don't follow your train of thought. But I told Michael, it was like, I didn't feel like I could rest. Like this weird thing inside of me, and this is kind of vulnerable to even say on a radio show, but this thing inside of me went, okay, I've given it to him. I trust him. I mean, you couldn't tell me I didn't trust him, but at the same time, I didn't feel like I could just rest. I felt like I had to clean our house. Right. 
is it wrong to clean our house? No, I should clean our house. Mm-hmm. But it was where I was, the posture I was coming from is that I felt like I, if he came through for me, I couldn't just be idle. I had to be doing, I had to be proving. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous to say out loud, but mm-hmm. the thought was there, you yeah, know? And I had yeah. that conversation with Michael and he was like, goodness, how many of us do that? Maybe it's not cleaning, but we feel like resting in him looks like proving ourselves and that's not resting in the lord right right, right. It, it reminds me of a time i've talked about before of like uh when we first uh got our new home it was it's kind of like a lot of property uh it's, it's a lot to handle ronnie uh, loves yard work yeah we, yeah so <laughs> listen to this but uh so i'm just you know as i do just sweating myself mm-hmm. to death on the thing and really kind of overdoing Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, stuff and um, I heard the Lord say to me, uh, "If you will take care of my house, I'll take care of yours." Mm. Uh, and I also heard Him say to me, "Like you just," uh, th- He said, "This is all yours." He's like, "I've already given it to you, mm-hmm. so like you don't have to hold it right. up." Uh, he said, "I've got this. Now you go and pray mm-hmm. over in that corner, enjoy over in that corner." Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I do think that because uh, I was just in a meeting where we were talking huge vision things, huge. And uh, the bigger it got, the more I was like getting, like feeling smaller. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I know we've all been in those kind of things where you go, this For is sure. getting way big. Uh-huh. And, there, and you start feeling anxious when you start thinking, how will I, mm-hmm. exactly, right? How will I accomplish this? Right. And which is, the, it's not, a, when you recognize that the idea that uh, is happening is from Him. Mm-hmm. You need to know that one way or the other, and the Lord can help you with that. Right. But when the idea is from Him, He's the fulfiller of the idea. He's the strength behind mm-hmm. the performance of it. Right. But if you just coming up with your own ideas, or if you think the idea is yours, right, you also feel like you got to pay the check it. too. Yeah. Right. You know? you know, this prompted conversations, uh, <laughs> lots of conversations over here, but no, it was real with our boys, and uh, they even in, uh, instigated it. But anyway, something that we did with them, and again, God is, whatever we're doing parenting-wise, He is teaching it to us, too. Mm-hmm. But we told them, we were reminding them of things that they had overcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how good is it for us to go through inventory of yeah. yes, things that deal. we have overcome through the Lord mm-hmm. and that only he has gotten us to where we are. And then um, as we were talking, because our oldest is very uh, competent, uh, you know, very, I always say alpha because I think that just kind of sums it up. But <laughs> it does. Uh, and so one thing in the conversation with him, we were having, I found us having to say, because it was a lot, it was becoming a lot of I. Mm-hmm. And we were having to say, uh, it's the Lord. It's beyond mm-hmm. what you can do for yourself. Right. What is He taking you into even bigger visions mm-hmm. and even bigger things? And uh, Angie Meadows uh, posted actually today, uh, She it was really long, but she was just saying, what is the great cause of anxiety in a Christian's life? And she said um, that she said to herself a hundred times one day, I am loved. Hmm. I am loved loved a hundred times and she said when i first did this it made me weep i know i'm loved but i did not hold sacred the love god Mm -hmm. gave me from himself or for others and then she went on to quote and i want to quote the scripture too for this but um philippians 4 6 and 7 be anxious for nothing 
but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God mm. which passes mm-hmm. all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus yeah and i just think that he it is he, he and faith and love that is the opposite of prayer so when it says to be anxious for nothing that's you first read that and you're like well that's easier said than done <laughs> but not if you're taking everything to him in prayer and something that we've talked about before too is not everything to him in worry right mm-hmm. you yeah. know uh but anyway everything to him in prayer yeah. not to him in worry not to him in mm-hmm. uh fear to him in honesty yes to him in right. vulnerability yes yeah, he can handle our anxiousness he can handle our fear he's got this but we can't live there you know right. i again it's from social media so take it with a grain of salt but i did see this thing of um this guy was talking about in the brain the place where anxiety comes from Mm -hmm. is the same place where gratitude is Ah. so you can't uh like scientifically you can't be thankful and anxious at the same time thankful and anxious at the same time and then you read that scripture and you're like the lord knew you know Mm. and so even that summer when i had that financial thing michael was like i want you to say out loud how many times he has proven himself to us in the area of finances and like made me as goofy as that sounds had me say it out loud and tell those stories to each other just reminding ourselves of his goodness and that gratitude thankfulness keeps you in the posture of recognizing he's the one that did it and therefore he's the one that will do it right Right. you know so we've talked about knowing that it's uh, not from him Mm -hmm. we've talked about reminding ourselves of all the times that we've overcome through him right we've talked about being finding ourselves in a place of gratitude in a place of uh not worrying but being prayerful about everything and so just some i think those are some great takeaways and on that last note uh bridge would you mind to just kind of say a prayer for the listeners for us and uh that's how we'll end the show yeah. Um, God, I just thank you for the conversation that we've had today. I know a lot of times this right here is even prayer, this conversation, talking about mm-hmm. fears we're going through, talking about what we see. That's also prayer to you. That is bringing it, casting our cares on you because you care for us. And so I just pray that listeners out there, if fear and anxiety is something they're carrying, if it is pressures of being Um, good enough and pressures of succeeding are so much weight on their shoulders. I just pray that you lift that today, that you give them the peace that passes all understanding, that we recognize the fear doesn't come from you. And instead, you've given us love, power, and a sound mind. And we just thank you that our faith being renewed every day comes from you and we just thank you for this um, the awareness of what you're doing and not just the students that we see every day but really in everybody uh, when it comes to this topic and we love you father in jesus name amen amen well this has been family stories with ronnie and brian on expression radio We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. 
First-time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.